What kind of monster client have you hooked up with this time? Satanism freak. I think there's only one source for this stuff. The uh, adrenaline gland from a living human body. I know. The guy didn't have any cash to pay me. He offered me human blood, said it would take me higher than I'd ever been in my life. Well, he was kidding. Oh, I told him I'd just as soon have an ounce or so of pure adrenochrome. Or maybe just a fresh adrenaline gland to chew on. I could already feel the stuff working on me. The first wave felt like a combination of mescaline and methadrine. Maybe I should take a swim, I thought. Yes, sir. They nailed this guy for child molesting. This one didn't do it. Alien life, uh, like pedophiles, you know, and it just seeks to tie all of that together. Welcome to the 11th episode of QAnon Anonymous. I am your wonderful host, Jake. And I'm your other wonderful host, Julian. And we are here with Travis View. Jake and Julian, it's always a pleasure. He says that every time. Well, it's, it's always a pleasure. I, I <laughs> actually, time. I think I saw him take out a tape deck and just press play on it. <laughs> oh, uh, like the scene in a, like the scene in True Lies where, where Arnold's wife calls the police station and he just puts a, he pushes play yeah. on a recording of him uh-huh. just going, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Oh, you're fucking right. It is Last Action Hero. Mm. Dude, I have so much more respect for you for correcting me on that reference. This week, we have one of the juiciest, and I mean juiciest, topics possible. That's right. We're talking about blood. We're talking about adrenochrome. We're talking about vampires. We're talking about people eating your spine, baby. And your soul. (laughs) (laughs) We are first going to dive into the general Q theory behind adrenochrome. The words that follow are not my beliefs. They are instead the general, somewhat general belief of the Q community as I've examined it. So, a satanic elite cabal is ritually sacrificing children to either drink their adrenaline-saturated blood or harvest adrenochrome by extracting it with a needle from the base of their neck or spinal column. Yee! Adrenochrome is the result of adrenaline oxidizing and is an addictive psychoactive substance that the cabal uses to rejuvenate themselves and produce feelings of euphoria. The children, chosen because they have more potent blood than adults, are tortured and sexually assaulted before they are killed because this makes their bodies increase its production of adrenaline. This yields adrenalized blood and more adrenochrome, thus making the cabal's eventual harvesting more fruitful. This satanic elite cabal runs an international child trafficking ring to ensure a steady supply of adrenalized blood and adrenochrome, without which they grow physically weak, presumably from withdrawal. Would you say that they grow so weak that they, I don't know, collapse um, yeah. on a, st- a set yeah. of stairs or, you know, just between during, a car and a thing <laughs> during a or, or you know, uh, claim heat stroke during a, uh, a brisk 68 degree uh, day. Oh, claim they're suffering from d- pneumonia. 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 It's like dementia and pneumonia. Dude, I've looked into this. Travis is legit. Wait, tell us more about being inhabited by a demon and also being incredibly old. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually one of the things in in my in my research 
that surprised me the most is is how much demon and supernatural shit is actually a part of this. What I love about QAnon is that it's a big tent conspiracy, right? It's like it's like everyone's welcome. You government conspiracies, pseudoscientific conspiracies, and this is like this is like a uh, a, a horror conspiracy. You know, yeah. they're talking mm-hmm. they're talking about like you know literal vampires. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, and it it has um, ancient roots. In fact, we've asked Travis View, uh, famous uh, excavator, famous spelunker of the 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 butthole of of the QAnon he movement. He goes he goes places where where people don't you know usually do not go. Honestly, where he goes, one no one else goes. No one and else <laughs> goes for fear of getting their IP address hacked. <laughs> so please tell us about blood libel. Yeah. So the whole adrenochrome thing sounds suspiciously like Jewish blood libel. And this is a mm-hmm. this is a ancient anti-Semitic trope where there's a there's this paranoia that basically Jews were going around drinking children's blood. Uh, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for uh, the ancient Greek uh, philosopher Democritus alleged that every seven years the Jews captured a stranger, brought him to the temple in Jerusalem, and sacrificed him, cutting his flesh into bits. Wait a minute, that's just called Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not? You guys telling me that, that my family has not supposed to not been doing that for the last so, thirty years? Oh, they okay. circumcised well, him. I don't yeah. understand the issue. Jk, jk, jk. The so. tip of my penis is gone, so I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was it was it was brought to uh, was England in the, in the 12th century. A boy named William of Norwich was found dead with stab wounds in the woods. It was believed that a, an international council of Jews would choose a country every year which uh, a, a child was killed during Easter because of a Jewish prophecy that states that killing uh, a Christian child each year would ensure that the Jews would be restored to the Holy Land. And uh, in 1144, England was chosen, and the leaders of the Jewish community delegated the Jews of Norwich to perform the killing. They then abducted and crucified Willing, and then this legend, which is just obviously nonsense, it turned into a cult, where these people... Okay. So so this this boy, he turned into a martyr, they thought, and they, they, they like, you know, they, they worshipped him. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so it was absolutely insane. So what was like, what was the lake that they all met at that they called the 4chan lake? Like what, yeah. where was the kind of chat room of this era where this shit started? Was it just the tavern? Was just, were people yeah, just, just drunk? Just, yeah, it was just word of mouth where, where <laughs> some, some poor boy was found murdered in the woods. <laughs> and this is like, you know who it is. Yeah, it was just those, some it, those, Jews. Those, those Jews. Uh, That's it. We don't have beers anymore. We have to go online. We have to be on Dexedrin or whatever and fucking figure it out we used to just have beers with each other and yeah. and, and say the jews did it yeah and now we have to go somewhere else right. to say the jews did it yeah you know we used to be together when we said the jews yeah, did it right. and now we're so far apart in our echo chambers yeah. now we can't sit- even agree that the jews did it in the first place yeah we're sitting pantsless in front of a computer with your uh <laughs> with your uh, cheese flavored snack of choice with your completely uncircumcised dick which is disgusting Gusting. I apologize for it. When you think about it, it's amazing that people who are anti-Semitic can all come together across the country. You know, yeah. you had people, you had to gather in your local town if you wanted to t- talk uh, talk about the Jews. That's the magic of the internet. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hate the international uh, cabal of Jewry. Well, Julia, did you? Uh, I, I feel like we were talking. I, I can't remember if it was on a podcast or not, but I think we were having a conversation. And you and you were like, well, yeah, be, well, the Jews got blamed for all this shit because they got marginalized out of so many other things that they resorted to like have like yes. ownership of other stuff because it was so, the, the only way that they could. So I read a book uh, that basically ran through the different conspiracy theories in America, and one of them was this ancient belief that 
you know, Jews control the financial system. And um, what it did was give me a bit of insight on why. What, why are Jewish people so associated with the financial system? And the reason is that it used to be illegal for Jewish people to own property. Okay. And so they naturally gravitated towards occupations that gave them um, value and liquidity over property. And as such, trading, banking, right. business, all provided them something that the government couldn't take away from one day to the next. And as such, Un- until they did, <laughs> anti Semitic laws, anti Semitic laws led to anti Semitic stereotypes right. led to the beliefs that we have today. I mean, and I get it. Like, I, I, I live in a very, um, I, I'm Jewish myself, but, but uh, a very reformed, not, not very religious person. But I live in a very orthodox area, and, and these people are, are terrifying. I mean, they, they look at you. <laughs> Jesus they, Christ, they, man. They look, well, they look, oh boy. At, they well. look at you really weird if you're not, you know, if you're yeah. not wearing the, the Rebbe's clothes and stuff. And What's uh, the Rebbe's clothes? That's your traditional, like, Hasidic um, Yeah outfit it's uh is it also out- because you're literally chewing on bacon and fucking pussy in the streets like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean you I'm, you're I'm the worst Jew. you're the I'm worst a bad Jew. Jew and i think that they look at that they look at me and they go they don't think i mean i'm not a real jew to them i'm i'm not a real jew to them 100 i'm what? i'm so, i'm i'm basically worse than a gentile because i have jewish blood and, and yet i choose them. i choose yeah. not to follow the the teachings of the talmud and on all that shit yeah um and i get i mean these guys drive like assholes too you know they got big big uh big vans and stuff and yeah, I get it. I, I sort of, in my own self-hatred as a Jew, I, I sort of understand how enough people can get together and point the finger, you know, and, and, and make us seem like, you know, evil, evil guys. Well, you know, this kind of conspiracy theory is not new. It's not new to Q. People have linked this practice to ancient blood rituals and the Illuminati, there's a fantastic documentary by some random YouTube guy called Jay Myers. It's about 10 minutes long. Wait, that's my YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean. Uh, Jay. <laughs> uh, and he's got some amazing interviews with like pre-QAnon people describing the phenomenon. When they torture the children, it causes a physical reaction of the endomorphins in your body to just increase because of the terror and the pain. So when the Satanists drink the blood, they actually get like a chemical, re- you know, a high, like a drug high from the blood of a tortured victim. No, uh, they, uh, these entities are feeding off human energy. And one of the things that they do is when they're sacrificing somebody, the, the people with invisible light, the Satanists and the bloodlines, they'll drink the blood because when the terror reaches a certain point in the ritual, a certain adrenaline goes in the blood, which gives these people a high. I mean, sick is not the word. But on another level, an energetic level, the entities are feeding off the energy coming off of terror and fear. Yeah, and the gin, and the gin, the gin demon fe- feeds off. What of I it. fucking love about that guy is, first of all, that guy is is just an old. I believe he's an automobile like TV show guy. Like he's just nice. nothing to do with anything. Anyways, let's keep in mind this guy is David Eck, who introduced the Moon Matrix theory in his 2010 book Human Race: Get Off Your Knees, The Lion Sleeps No More in which it suggests that the Earth and collective human mind are manipulated from the moon, which is a spacecraft and interdimensional portal controlled by the reptilians. 
Which brings us to his main theory that an interdimensional race of reptilians called the Archons have hijacked the Earth and are stopping humanity from realizing its true potential. So that's the person being used by Jay Myers in this documentary. I'm curious as to what human beings' true potential is. Uh, we actually can jack off twice as fast as we actually do right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not just that they're drinking your blood, which is horrifying by itself. It's that they need you as terrified as possible. Like they, they literally feed off of, of, uh, of fear and um, just, just misery. And uh, it's the idea that the elites, they need uh, every, everyone else to be miserable just to live. And yeah. on top of that, while, they're, while you're at your most scared and they're plunging the sacrificial dash into your chest okay just a couple feet away there's a fucking demon that's just crossed over from another dimension that's feeding off of your terror i mean wait what it's, it's like a scene it's like a scene from a fucking from like the conjuring or some shit um wait wait where did you get the demon that enters the scene well that's what this whole thing is is that is he's basically uh, so i no, so, they are demons these yeah, people are supposedly like they're no but there's an actual demon there's an actual demonic element to it no but, I, i'm very aware that they think all of these people are demons no 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 no. but there's like a supernatural element too that basically just beyond this reality there is a i guess the best way to describe it is like an old like biblical world where like demons and angels and all this shit actually actually exists yeah and they're called many different things over across different cultures you know they're called um jinn or um demons <laughs> and um <laughs> Basically, in order, these these entities hate living in sort of the, I guess if I had to make a guess, I would say probably the fifth dimension, just beyond time, which is the fourth dimension. <laughs> Wait, and you, so, oh, you had to guess that? I'm guessing. Okay. And um, What's the fourth? And they, fourth is time. Fourth is time all at once. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Didn't mean to interrupt yeah, Get you. your string theory together, Julian. Didn't God fucking damn it. Yeah, you're... Um, I'm on a roll tonight because it's late. And You're like uh, a string yeah. cheese theory dude at best. Yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah. fucking give me this string theory shit. So, so essentially these demons, they, they, hate, uh, they hate the... The place that they live, they want to feel real life again. They want to be in, you know, back in the third dimension. And they also, they need human energy to survive. Wait, wait, and they, they don't care about being in the fourth? They want to go straight to the third? No, because the fourth is like, think of the fourth as like um, a subway. Fourth is how you travel to different areas. Fifth yeah. is actually a, a whole different realm altogether where these creatures actually exist. Go on. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really had too many opportunities on this podcast to go like full crazy. So this is, Do it, I baby. think this is a fantastic one. Give it to us. So when you are living your daily life and mm -hmm. you have a thought that comes in, that's like, I'm not good enough or like, I'm not going to make this or I'm, I'm not smart enough or I'm going to fail at this. <laughs> Apparently, according according to to <laughs> these guys, guys like David Ick, that that is actually a demon that is oh. putting those thoughts in your head to sow negativity because it feeds off negative energy. That's Scientology. So, so th exactly. As I was listening demons. to all this shit, I, I I did. I was like, this is really close to Scientology in terms of. You know, and for these people um, that are actually uh, drink, you know, doing the sacrifice and drinking the blood, they're sort of, um, in a way, they are um, 
honoring and sort of supporting these demons in a greater support of Moloch, which is the the ultimate. Right. So so the more I dug into this, I, I realized that the Mo- all the Moloch shit actually fits in. That's actually a very big part of the um, the sort of like mythology, I guess, in a, of the Adrenochrome. Right. Um, uh, oh, topic. We, we will dip into Moloch. So yes, there is uh, my this, favorite demon personally. My favorite too. Um, so oh, yeah, so they do. What a coincidence! There is sort of this like supernatural element that um, that it, this is essentially being, which is really interesting because there's so much. Um, you would think that if the demons are the ones that are providing the negative energy, then why would this elite cabal want to honor that? I, I don't understand. It is way too early in this episode to try to figure this shit out. Okay? Anyways. We're still laying out the facts, son. All right. So anyways, okay, please continue. We're now going to play a Robert David Steele sample for you from the same beautiful video. It turns out that drinking children's blood is an anti-aging device. This is just really sick and disgusting, but it's a fact, it's a chemical fact. And if you drink adrenalized children's blood, which is to say you terrorize the child, not just with sodomy, but with torture and with other satanic ritual things, if you adrenalize the child's blood before you kill them and drink their blood, this is a doubly effective anti-aging device. You can also harvest children's bone marrow So children are being killed for their bone marrow as an anti-aging device for the elite. I don't make this stuff up. It's gone on throughout history. This is not new. Okay, so that was uh, Robert David Steele, and here is the description on his website of his 2017 self-published book, False Flag Attacks, A Tool of the Deep State. Keep in mind that Robert definitely didn't write this himself. The author, a former spy who managed a false flag for the CIA, no one died, provides a mix of original and previously posted material that aggregates in one place most of what any citizen needs to know about false flag attacks as a tool of the state. The next false flag attacks will probably be a fake pandemic that includes the locking down of major urban areas and the imposition of a vaccination that weakens substantial portions of the public while killing off a significant number of alt-right activists. (laughs) Our legitimately elected President Donald Trump will not, unlike the Prime Minister of England, be witting of the... planned false flag, which is part of the four-track strategy to destroy Donald Trump and turn the government over the deep state, stand-in, Mike Pence. So I'd like to talk about this for a second because most of the uh, right-wing aligned people are about Mike Pence, right? He's a cool guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, the, he's sort of the, the Christian version of uh, Donald Trump. But in this case, he's being accused of being a deep state stand-in. I mean, what does that even mean? A deep state stand-in, so yeah. like uh, somebody who's not quite as like awesome a deep state member and costs maybe a little less. So they hey, can, they kind of light them a little bit. And you know then, the shallow state. Yeah. You know the deep state, right? Right. Well, there's a whole fucking zone in the middle, man, and Mike Pence is hanging out there. Yeah, so I, I don't even understand how it could be a, a, a deep state. I mean, he was elected in the office. This yeah. is just the this is just the state, yeah. the elected mm-hmm. state. Yeah, he's straight up yeah. the state. Like yeah. he was on the ballot. <laughs> are they saying this because like not enough liberals are scared that once Donald Trump 
gets impeached, their their ultimate dream that Mike Pence, who is arguably a, a scarier politician, is like, you know, standing right behind them. I think that he is definitely seen as as a kind of uh, establishment figure, right? And like, so I think to people as paranoid as this, anybody who has been as consistent as Mike Pence, and let's be uh, clear, he's despicable in his consistency. He wants to electrocute gay people so that they'll stop being gay, et yeah. cetera. Uh, but this kind of consistency uh, is a sign that you're part of the deep state. Oh, that I'm having trouble. I know racking my brain right? around that. So because he doesn't change his opinion every other day like Trump does, that he's part, he's part of the deep state. He's part of the deep state. <laughs> Anyone who makes sense is part of the deep state. Well, the vice president is always part of the deep state, right? Yeah, I mean George H. W. Totally, and Hales, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. uh, Gerald Dick Ford. Cheney. I'm sorry, but if there's any person that I would actually accuse of being part of the deep state, it would be fucking Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney literally ran the government while Bush, you know. Cleared brush or whatever. Yeah. Cleared brush. Does that mean snort? Is that uh, is that French for uh, snorting cocaine? Yeah. That's what I thought. So, yeah, what I liked about that video is it showed the picture of Jared Leto ev- evidently not aging at all as evidence that yeah. uh, people were drinking this this adrenalized blood in order to not age as if like it's not just celebrities with a really killer skincare routine. I don't know if you guys saw, but at the bottom of that Jared Leto post, he actually wrote human blood. Yeah, like he it was his <laughs> like he was like admitting he was like I look younger now, and the reason, human blood. There's so many great memes where uh, they're like they often have artificially aged Photoshop uh, photoshopped portraits of Democrats, and then they'll show them like during their most photoshopped with the most makeup during like a public setting really yeah and they'll say like before and after but it not in the way of like hey you worked out you look good but in the way of like check it out this person's clearly check a demon out. you're on the drone they baby. clearly suck that was it there, there was a movie about this that came out in the uh i want to say late 90s uh called death becomes her do you guys remember that shit oh it was yes, with uh, i do remember it was that. with bruce willis it was meryl street that's adrenochrome and but they basically, there is like an elite club that if you pay enough money, you get this like serum or whatever. Yep. And the serum, it's not adrenochrome, but it's, you know, it's clearly this like elite club. And they all have these like very special pins to let other people know that they're part of this club. And they they drink this serum and it, you know, and it de-ages you. Now in the movie, it's it's much more uh, dramatic. It, it de-ages you right then and there. You see their wrinkles disappear and all this stuff. But I wonder... If somebody was trying to get a message out, <laughs> sure, yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's, that's what probably that's is. worth researching. Okay, moving on. So, uh, Travis View, uh, please tell us about the chatter around Adrenochrome. The QAnon community, in fact, has certain wings that are dedicated to this kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. The the number one person who like talks about uh, Adrenochrome most was probably uh, Sarah Ruth Ashcraft, who, friend of the show. Right, yes. just. Come super, on, Sarah. Super fascinating. Um, now, this is the same girl who accused Tom Hanks of like owning her as a sex slave, right? Yes, it said that her, mm. that her father, a CIA agent, sold her into sex slavery, brainwashed her, and then sold her to Tom Hanks. And oh, so through she, MK Ultra. That makes she sense. She lives in California, by the way. She's you know, maybe we can get really, her on the show. Let's have her on. 
That would be amazing. I, I mean, would we're, love we're, to hear her perspective. I would really love that too, actually. Her perspective. Yeah. You know, it's the funniest thing is you guys, by the end of it, will be like, oh man, she needs like serious, serious mental, mental yeah. health. Jake's like, and I would walk married. away. I would walk away from it being like, oh man, I, I sort of believe this more than ever now. Yeah. Jake's like, oh, my loins. Okay. I'm so fired. sorry, Travis, keep going. Yeah. So, so uh, it's like one tweet. She says, she says, uh, these people are sick, get it? The truth is killing them. Their supply of human food, CSF, blood, and adrenochrome is cut off. They are dying and desperate. They are going extinct. And then this is followed by a string of hashtags that love Murray unique to her. Like, uh, new Q, QAnon, The Great Awakening, POTUS, High Vites Get Lit. Yeah. So this is a big one that I see her keep posting. High Vites. What the fuck is a High Vite? High Vites is basically her... Uh, it, it's kind of anti-Semitic too. It's like oh, her version yeah. of like the fake Jews, the the people mm. who pretend to be Jews, mm-hmm. who are uh, who are running the world. Jake, and yes, like why, Jake. why would you pretend? I don't understand. Well, it's, it's like their know. idea. Why, is, why would you do? This is how this is like. She always says these things where it's like, oh, I'm not anti-Semitic. No, it's like it's like it's like it's like all these people who run the media in the finance world in Hollywood, yeah. they're fake Jews. They're right? pretending. They're pretending. That's the thing Jews. is, I can every, hate them. Every right. group she hates is just constituted of people who pretend to be that group. Right. So it's this amazing out. Exactly. It's yeah. like it's, it make, gives you an excuse to be anti-Semitic because it's like I don't hate Jews, I hate Hivites. I hate people pretending yeah, to be Jews. I don't personally Jews. need an excuse. I, I beat up Jake every Sunday. I don't hate on Jews. On the dime. I don't hate Jews. What I really hate liars and pretenders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens there's a lot of Jews who do that. Yeah, no, it is that tricky backwards thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very very weird. It's like like on Twitter, the anti uh, anti Semitic stuff is cleaned up some way, and this is one of the ways that they clean it up. They sort of like mm-hmm. they sort of like give it they give it special names, and they sort yeah. of get real weird about it. Uh, yeah, another one is that uh, so we're gonna get into this a little bit later, but uh, Q actually sometimes references stuff like in a, a Q drop on September tenth, uh, Q linked to a couple of articles about uh, the sort of the anti aging effects of blood and the so q is really at the source of this belief right he really does no i think think it's been long the the blood it's like you're saying the blood libel and the adrenochrome shit has been around a while i think i think that q Q did not invent that as far as i understand well yeah yeah yeah, q Q didn't invent it and uh but he he kind of like eggs it on oh for sure yeah yeah that's what i'm talking about right 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 Right. The uh, yeah. The, the comment that Q says in this uh, was that Q dropped twenty one forty four is nothing to see here. Yeah. yeah the, <laughs> he does that every now and yeah. again. But well, what is in there? Oh yeah, in there is a it was a couple of articles in the the New York Post and. Um, oh yes, we will be touching yes, on yes. this later. The, so, yeah. So the Q idea linked blood. directly to this article saying nothing to see here, implying that oh this is the elites wanting to normalize yeah. uh, blood drinking. They're saying yes. it out in the open. They're admitting it now. And guess mm-hmm. what? Q's right in this case. I there think are he some is elites. Kind of there right. are elites, right. and they are trying to consume children's fucking blood to get energy. Now, remember, I am a normal <laughs> person, but later I will expose to you true facts that would lead me to believe that some fucking psychopaths in Silicon Valley want to do this. Yeah. This is why I'm so, on the, this is why I'm on this show, Julian. See moments like this. It's the best thing about QAnon. There's always a little hint of truth, even in like the craziest. That's what's yeah, up. That's man. what's up. Now so, tell me more about Proud Mama for Trump. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is this is an amazing tweet. And um, 
it shows a picture of uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton looking uh, kind of like, well, like they're in their 70s, which they are. Yeah, and, old. Um, and um, the tweet says, anyone else notice how aged the Clintons look lately? Hillary looks like a confused nursing home patient, and Bill likes he looks like he's pushing 100. Their supply must have been cut off recently. Honestly, if I fucking look like Bill Clinton at his age, I will be happy. Yeah, the no, guy's right? got a fucking he's, full head of hair. He looks fucking good he in this like photo. like Robert Redford. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't fucking choose a worse yeah. photo. There's so many bad photos of him. Yes, uh, Hillary looks like she's in a muumuu. Hillary looks like she's trying to convince you to get off the a dexedrine because you don't need it to study for your final exam of engineering. But should we accuse Hillary of drinking children's blood? I'm not quite convinced yet. Not quite. The yet. hashtags are adrenochrome. These people are sick. Pedogate. Lock them all up. Save the children. And of course, the classic QAnon. Yeah, you know what? You know what's really amazing about this is that the adrenochrome stuff is sometimes how they explain why uh, the Democrats or liberals generally were so freaked out at the at the Trump's win. It wasn't just that they're losing political power; is that they're losing access to this drug I know. that they're addicted to, yeah. and so and also that makes them youthful. And so now they're like just just turning decrepit super super fast. So tell me, during the Bush era, where were these people doing their shit? I mean, did oh, they no, not Bush, ha- Bush was they part not? of it. Bush was, oh, yeah, Bush was right. part of it. Of okay, okay, and okay. they were doing it on 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 uh, Epstein's pedo uh, pedo island. Or no, the, I mean, but that, that includes, island. but that would include Trump. So these people aren't thinking that. Um, okay, so there's a uh, a tweet here from somebody with the name uh, hashtag Release Everything. That's yeah, referring to the FISA docs, right? Thing. Release everything, and it says Google's GPU is called Adreno, and their browser is called. Wait for it, Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes true. true with a period i always thought chrome was an odd name adreno even more so what is google up to well it doesn't sound like you need to ask the question buddy sounds like you know just asking he's not saying sounds like you know exactly what google is up to yeah, this is what it, this is what it ties into the idea that you know it's not just you know individuals or uh, evil politicians like giant corporations like Google are into uh, this adrenochrome too, especially Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. people they hate Twitter, they hate Google, they hate Facebook, and so they think that you know they're all part of this elite club that are you know sucking the blood of children. Oh man, I have consistently found that they um, they love to throw in a tech company here and there, especially within the the larger uh, you know kind of criminal conspiracies. Well, because I mean, it's they're fucking criminals. The tech companies, I mean, I think for people who are uh, pre uh, disposition to to um, believe one hundred percent of what Q speaks as 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 truth. I think to them, the tech companies are just another like arm of the elite, right? Like it's right. these these companies that are tracking your data. They are, you know, they're making a ton of money. They're owned by like young people, which pisses a lot of people off. That these disgusting. People, they're so young and they're making so much money and all this. Well, stuff. they look young, but they're probably seventy five and drinking fucking adrenochrome. Drinking adrenochrome. There was they're, one. They're kicking Alex Jones off of Twitter. Yeah, yeah, no, no exactly. offense They're to Hillary. They're banning conservatives. No offense to Hillary, but she looks like shit for having this much adrenochrome in her system. Yeah, like, she well, the supply's been cut off. You're literally sacrificing children. Here's the thing. If if 
I see. I don't buy this supply has been cut off because Hillary is is you know in a lot of ways out of the mainstream now. If anything, she's got all this money. She doesn't have to worry about a career in politics anymore. Yeah. If anything, she's like you know what fuck like I'm gonna double down yeah. on like eating these children. Are you saying this shit doesn't make sense? I'm saying it doesn't really track that okay, they, uh, that their that their Jake supply has been cut off. Yep, Jake said it himself. I remember there was a story. There was a story like during the debates or whatever when hillary was campaigning and she um she took a sip of water and when she when she pulled the glass away you could see these like green balls of like phlegm essentially like go into the glass and it was i mean it's probably just like she caught she hawked up some shit like didn't know didn't want to swallow it back down and try to fucking surreptitiously you know kind of spit it back into the glass but there was a being with fluids yeah Mm -hmm. there was all this speculation basically being like oh well when you're a cannibal you actually like this is a symptom you actually cough up a part of your stomach lining or like some shit like that it was amazing um speaking of clinton and people are fucking old like my grandfather's coughing up every part of its body and adrenochrome have you met an old person they fart on their way to anything (laughs) (laughs) i know i saw my i saw my grandpa uh shit his pants plenty of times uh and his name bill clinton (laughs) his name bill clinton god bless him okay so before we before we switch over to the uh the part two uh premium uh episode of of the adrenochrome who knows if that's gonna happen oh you think maybe i don't fucking know i'll be doing the editing and you can shut the fuck up. all right i'll shut the fuck up so i was trying to look for (laughs) i was trying to look for ties um, specifically to uh, uh, with Clinton and politicians, yeah. to see if there really was any sort of any sort of documented connection to um, to adrenochrome, to feeding off children, to performing these sacrifices, yada yada yada. And actually, I, through one of the videos that we that we were watching earlier, there's a woman who speaks, and I looked her up. Her name is Kathy O'Brien. Now, I'm just reading from the Wikipedia thing. And so it says, Kathy O'Brien, conspiracy theorist. So Kathy O'Brien, who was born December 4th, 1957 in Muskegon, Michigan, is an American author and speaker who claims to be a victim of a government mind control program called Project Monarch, which she alleges was part of the CIA's Project MKUltra. O'Brien made these assertions... In Transformation of America, 1995, and Access Denied for Reasons of National Security, 2004, which she co-authored with her husband, Mark Phillips. According to scholars, there is no credible evidence for O'Brien's claims, and there are numerous inconsistencies with her story. But here's what the story is. Mm. So she claims that when she was a child, she was first sexually abused by her father, as well as by a network of child pornographers. Excuse me? Supposedly, she was then forced by the CAA... Okay, wait, this... Okay, hold on. This is actually, they're not giving the full story. So what happened was, <laughs> so what happened was. Put that phone down. From my, tell, yeah, tell I, I, let me just yeah, tell you guys straight up. Just tell us what up. you believe. This is, what, this is not what I believe. piece of shit. This is, this is just the interesting Fucking story. Fucking give it to us, JD. So basically, she was sexually abused by her father, which, um, Jesus which she claims that um, when you are sexually abused as a child, it actually makes you a perfect candidate for MK Ultra. She also asserts that the MK Ultra. Um, the techniques were perfect, were were uh, birthed in the Nazi concentration camps, yeah. and that when America captured uh, the Nazi scientists uh, and arrested them, they actually learned about this technique and perfected it. When are they going to start paying me to process the look that guests give you? 
Um, because it is priceless. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, what can I say, man? I tell a great story. So then, what happened is her father was uh, arrested for mailing child pornography. Now, I actually did look this up, and this is true. Her dad was charged with, or excuse me, he wasn't charged, but there was documentation that he was uh, part of some sort of child pornography operation child pornography in Michigan. actually happens. It's not some sort of fucking, I mean, it's not a fucking... No, it's not a fucking... Figment myth. of your imagination. And so basically, she claims that that instead of her father being prosecuted, that Gerald Ford, who was a representative at the time in Michigan or had some connection, basically came over and was like, hey, you could go to jail or the rest of your life, or we could take her and you, since she's already the perfect candidate for this mm -hmm. shit, you've already like, you know, yeah. you've already paved the way for us to use her as a sex slave. We'll take her and we'll grant you immunity and you won't serve any time for the crimes that you've committed. And he was like, great, because he was like, the government's condoning uh, child pornography, essentially. I'm not going to get in trouble. Great. And so from this point, she claims that she was passed around. Basically, she was a sex slave for... Um, I'm going to redact all of your scripts from here on in. Like, dude, you, this, you don't get to fucking say anything on this show without dude, this writing the, it down, and I can look it over, because this is fucked. I don't dude, know. He's gotten this far. Let's this let, is let's the shit, okay, this is right the shit the that end. people right. want to hear. Okay. This is the crazy bullshit that yeah. people tune in for, not your fucking well-researched... Okay. Smart historical stuff. It's fucking true. Julian. People have literally written in to say, shut the fuck up me and go on you. So. Yeah, everybody wants the bullshit. So here it is. <laughs> I want to hear about Gerald Ford, human trafficker. Um, so Gerald Ford. So anyway, okay, so she so she now is has been sold into, or not even sold. She she's been donated uh to Get this to out. this to this like sex club uh -huh. of elites. Um, and mm. she says that. Uh, Gerald Ford obviously was there. This is Princess, says, this is Princess Leia, right? She says Ronald Reagan was there. Oh, so I'm, so I'm actually not surprised. By she that. said she said that uh, that Democrats and Republicans, it it was it, there was no party line. That absolutely not surprised. I think all of those people have like sexual deviant interests, and they satisfy every one of them with their money. Here we go. That's the Julian that I like. And uh, so, okay, and sorry, I aligned with you for a she second. She said. Um, Bill Clinton was there. She said she did not interact a lot with Bill Clinton because he is bisexual and oh, primarily right. leans towards homosexual homosexuality. It's very so weird because the, the, the hard thing, yes, yeah. and, and the so, hard thing about sucking Bill Clinton's dick is that half of it is a pussy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it was funny. He's bisexual. That's how bisexuality works. Um, so she said she did have lots of experience with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Uh, because Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton is also bisexual and leans more towards the homosexual uh, tendencies. So she so wait, did they, have lots of, but she names all of these. That, that's such a common right wing thing to think that everyone's gay. Just everyone's gay. Like everyone. Bill Clinton is the straightest sexual predator I've ever fucking seen. He's a sexual predator. I agree. Okay. And he's also the straightest Arkansas motherfucker I've ever seen in my okay, life. Okay, so like I pick laser. so I'll pick up from the from the from the Wikipedia. She said she was forced by the CIA to participate in Project Monarch, which she claims is a subsection Project MK Ultra and Project Artichoke, which I haven't even heard about. So Have you project, heard about that, Travis? Project, project Monarch Artichoke. and Project Artichoke were just different projects to get uh Hillary's pussy eaten. 
mind control. Okay. There's also there's also speaking of speaking of mind control. Uh, there was a re, there was a Q drop today, believe it or not, that that to me seemed to suggest that um, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford oh, is actually fuck. is actually a has been. She's like somebody who part of a sleeper cell. Yeah, right? like a sleeper cell, and like right. she's activated essentially. Yeah. That they activate these people when they need to bring somebody up against mm-hmm. like charges or whatever, and that's yeah. why her memory's all foggy and all this shit. She's also just uh, uh, that comedian in a fat suit, right? She's just she's just Schumer in, in a fat suit. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it suggested that yeah, she was part of a sleeper cell or MK Ultra, and she was uh, triggered. She was activated, yeah. activated. by the word, word Lodestar in the well, anonymous New York Times editorial. She She's a uh, lip. That's so amazing. She's clearly triggered. I right. fucking love that. That's the that was the yeah. trigger. That's so. All right, interesting. I'm gonna cut you off. Mr. Okay, that's Jake. all I wanted to say. Wait, let me see. Was there anything else Is good there anything here? Else? George Bush, part of it. No, go ahead. Okay, so we've done our own investigation and. Uh, we looked into it, and we found out there is, in fact, a secret cabal of tech vampires. Hell yeah, Pimp. Let me tell you about this. So on September 10th, the New York Post published an article entitled, Young Blood Could Be the Secret to Long-Lasting Health Study. It was reposted by Q, and the community has used it as vindication of what they believe. I looked into it. And it actually pointed to a very real practice of technocratic vampirism. (laughs) I wish I was kidding. This is fucking tight. The New York Post article was sourced from UK-based science editor Tom Whipple's article in The Times, which in turn references a real study. Let me read directly from the article. Drawing together research into aging in humans and animals, Linda Partridge from University College London's Institute of Healthy Aging said that new findings have shown that while death is still inevitable, Ill health at the end is not. Her argument, made in the scientific journal Nature, came as Harvard University's spin-out company, one using university research, announced it had gained millions in funding to explore treatment based on the idea that the blood of young animals can be used to rejuvenate the old. Tight, again. Quote, I would say aging is the emperor of all diseases, Professor Partridge said, revealing the fact that she's probably been a queen before she died. (laughs) A lot of people regard aging as natural, and that therefore you shouldn't interfere with nature. But we've always considered it an ethical imperative to cure illness where we find it. She added, there's been all this fantastic research in animals. I'm going to go ahead and say that wasn't fantastic for the animals. (laughs) Uh, It's just crazy. You know, I, I love animals are always stoked when research on them is crazy. Uh, We're really beginning to understand how malleable aging is, okay? Now we need to push to translate this into humans. Some of the most fantastic research involves blood's revitalizing effects. A series of mice experiments strongly supports the idea that blood transfusions from the young can help maintain vitality. Conversely, the blood of old mice caused ill health in the young. Interesting. Already, this is being tested in people. A U.S. startup called Ambrosia offers teenage blood plasma to elderly and older customers at a cost of eight thousand for two and a half liters. I actually got a reduction to four thousand just based on this podcast mentioning them. Cool, um, but fuck yeah, yeah. just to ha- you guys uh, hashtag Ambrosia, uh, you'll get twenty percent off uh, your first <laughs> uh, gallon of platelets. So my interest was obviously peaked. I was like, 
the fuck? I thought I was looking into a total sham, but here we go. And I found that Ambrosia was a real startup, of course, uh, because we live in hell. I found a good article from Inc. Magazine, which is some sort of fucking capitalist jack-off magazine where it's like, oh, yeah, fucking CEOs. Oh, Inc. fucking, yeah. I love fucking, I love fucking innovating, disrupting, and I love fucking being an entrepreneur, bro. <laughs> uh, so anyways... Uh, Jeff Berkovici, which I was just imitating, published in 2016. Can I be Jeff Berkovici? Do it up, baby. In Monterey, California, about 120 miles from San Francisco, a company called Ambrosia recently commenced one of the trials, titled Young Donor Plasma Transfusion and Age-Related Biomarkers. It has a simple protocol. Healthy participants, age 35 and older, get a transfusion of blood plasma from donors under 25. And researchers monitor their blood over the next two years for molecular indicators of health and aging. The study is patient-funded. Cool. Participants who range from late 30s, kind of old, through 80s, like really old, must pay 8000 to take part and live in or travel to the awesome city of Monterey for treatments and follow-up assessments. So Ambrosia's founder, the Stanford-trained physician Jesse Karmazin, has been studying aging for more than a decade. He became interested in launching a company around parabiosis after seeing impressive data from animals and studies conducted abroad in humans, which I fucking love. They conduct studies abroad because they know very well that domestically they wouldn't be able to, but they're like, yeah, I mean, abroad is like a step between animals and us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Terrible how we laughed at that. I love America. So he was seeing impressive data from animals and studies conducted abroad in humans. In one trial after another, subjects experienced a reversal of aging symptoms across every major organ system, just like Benjamin Button. Jesus While Christ. the mechanisms at play aren't totally... This is actually so fucked this up. This is so fucked up. I'm sorry, it, but like... It's like... It's it, true. It's not even fucking complex. It's not about like, oh, we extract it this way, turn it into a fucking powder. It's, it's like, just no, like, oh just no, if we drink just the blood. inject the blood of the young into you, you'll be fucking better. Wow. I mean, this is just a fucking scientific fact, which is terrifying, to be honest, because it, it, it opens the door to rich people just openly yeah. feeding on the poor. If they haven't been already. I love the vampires that rule over us. In one trial after another, subjects experienced a reversal of aging symptoms across every major organ system. While the mechanisms at play aren't totally understood, he said, young organisms' blood not only contains all sorts of proteins that improve cell function, somehow it also prompts the recipient's body to increase its production of those proteins. The effect seems to be almost permanent. Damn, this is just one piece of good news after the other. It's almost like they're resetting of a gene expression. So Ambrosia advertised the study to attract participants. It didn't seek broader coverage so far. Karmazin uh, seemed somewhat surprised to get a message from Jason Cam, who was the chief medical officer at at Thiel Capital. He, in turn, expressed an interest in what the company was doing. Of course, Karmazin said he hasn't reached out to any investors. He said, I'd really want to talk about what the business bottle would be. Um, how, how about being a fucking Satan vampire, vampire piece right. of shit? Holy from hell. shit. You he's buy like, blood, you sell blood. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Yeah. He's like, he's I like, I sell blood to old people. He's like, yeah, so, I mean, we're, I mean, we're energizing the market um, and we're <laughs> disrupting, we're really yeah. disrupting sort of like the natural order of life, which uh, we were always meant to do. 
Although Karamazin's LinkedIn profile identifies him as an angel investor, I would say that he's a demon investor. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was cheap. That's not, Carm, uh, that's not Cam's primary job. An osteopath with a background in treating elite athletes, Cam is personal health director to Peter Thiel and a number of other prominent Silicon Valley business leaders and investors, according to his professional profile. Now, just to pause... Thiel is a pro-Trump gay man who took down Gawker for mm-hmm. breaking uh, some stories around uh, Hulk Hogan, mostly because he was pissed off that they revealed that he was gay and also voting for Trump, who's anti-gay in many ways. Dude, way to bury the lead. It was Hulk Hogan's sex tape. That's what, no, that's but what it, it wasn't was. even a sex tape. It was like a Hulk Hogan fucking the wife of a friend who said it was he the was Bubba the Love Sponge. Right, the wife of Bubba the Love Sponge. Now, yeah. here's something yeah, I can contribute. Now, here's something I can talk about. <laughs> oh, please. Ad nauseum. Oh, please uh, have, you guys seen the, have you guys seen the Hulk Hogan sex tape? <laughs> Why the fuck would we see that? Isn't that just a <laughs> white ass? Hilarious. I've seen up and down. Of it, You've I'll seen say. still. Does he ever does he say the N word or not? No, he doesn't. No. But there's so many amazing. Me and my friends have been quoting it literally for years. Does he come? Since we found out. Yeah, of course. What does he say? Uh, I don't know what he says while he's coming, but there's um, there's amazing. Uh, there's some amazing lines in there. Like uh, when he gets on the bed and takes off his clothes, he goes, oh, he's like, oh, I just ate. I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, like right before he's about to fuck his best friend's wife, which is an arrangement, by the way. They've arranged this. No, I know. It's not fucking against um, their will. But he's also talking about like other like girls that are contacting his son because they want to go out with him. <laughs> so with many him kids. instead of the son? He's like, yeah. Oh, he's saying that to the he's old, like, yeah, to they, the woman he's banging. He was like, yeah, they called Nick. And she she asked Nick. She goes, uh, so, you know, you know, she comes up to me and she goes, um, are you single? And I said, well, well, I don't know. And uh, God so damn. It's the a- guy's like 75. I, I mean, I don't. F- I mean, Hulk Hogan's old. He, and now he's making bank. And he, he made like what, like 120 million off of that lawsuit or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Among his duties at Thiel Capital communicates with a number of the world's best physicians, healthcare professionals and researchers in the USA. Europe and Middle East on life extension, optimizing blood markers and novel techniques to improve health. So, I mean, he's clearly just a guy who's researching how to extend the life of a rich yeah. person, right? I mean, the rich people have so much money that they're like, okay, I'll put like a two, three million aside to like have some guy research how I could live longer. Does that seem appropriate to I you mean, guys? That's kind of like the next step of Silicon Valley. Like right now it's all about like, how we can connect to one another and how we can share our memories and that stuff. But it's it's inevitably going to move on to, like, uh, how can we live forever? I mean, that was always just the opening uh, salvo from rich people. I mean, they always meant what was underneath, which is I'll have access to all things. Right. Um, so in this article, he, go, he then says, uh, he says, when I interviewed Thiel about a year ago, about his investments in biotech and life extension medicine, I asked him what health interventions he found compelling enough to incorporate in his own life. And Thiel goes, there are all these things that I've looked into doing. I haven't quite, quite, quite started yet. He God says quite man. three times. That's that's in, that's quite, in there. Quite, 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 he told started me, sucking the blood of the children. He told me, adding that he is always really uncomfortable giving general advice on this stuff. Listen, I don't know if you should lock a child down into a <laughs> chair and suck their adrenochrome out their spine, but I will. 
they're all the. Uh, I suspect we're a little too biased against all these things in society. He told me. Okay, so that's. <laughs> So he's he's worried about yeah, the, yeah, the blood yeah, yeah. the blood sucking and he's the, worried people might judge him down the line if they find out he's injecting teenage blood into his body for the rest of his life. After briefly discussing the pros and cons of caloric restriction, human growth hormones, and the diabetes drug metformin, Thiel said this: "I'm not convinced yet. We found a single panacea that works. It's possible there exists single point things that could work. I'm looking into pair." parabiosis stuff which i think is really interesting this is where they did the young blood into older mice and they found that it had a massive rejuvenating effect and so that's well that is one that i mean again it's one of these very odd things that you know where people had done these studies in the 1950s and then dropped it all together i think there are a lot of these things that have been strangely underexplored what i fucking love about this quote is that he's trying to hide the fact that it's so fucking simple they yeah. literally extract the blood of teenagers and children to insert it into his body he wishes it were more complex because then he could explain some fucking tech thing yeah, some cool I'd science be like, shit oh yeah it's about this 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 but no it's just literally like yep we're gonna drain the youth and we're gonna give you the blood uh, the, the guy who wrote the article writes, I followed up to ask him if he meant parabiosis was really interesting as a business opportunity or a personal health treatment. He made it clear he was talking about the latter. Well, that would be one where it's more just, you know, do we think the science works? I mean, some of it's <laughs> not clear and there's actually a great company to start around it. And maybe it's just it's not necessarily patentable. The, yeah, because it's just the fucking blood. <laughs> no, but his whole fucking thing. His whole fucking thing is like he's caught between being an extreme capitalist and a fucking vampire. Yeah, and a vampire. He's like, listen, I'm a fucking. <laughs> li listen, li oh. personally, I love blood. Okay, do I think we should open a blood bar? Not sure, personally. Okay, on a basic level, I haven't seen a fucking business report about how that would work out in the current market. Okay, but I will suck the blood of children from now on. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. He, he he goes uh he goes it may uh, it's not patentable he, he continues the parabiosis would not require uh, well, there's no fda approval needed because it, it's it's just blood transfusions he yeah, finally gets right. to yeah, it yeah no it turns out there's no law against sucking the blood of teenagers and shooting it into yourself I mean, wow. the guy uses the medical system to protect from what he is, which is literally a vampire. He consumes the blood of others to rejuvenate himself. There's this Amazing. weird thing happening where, like, I know that you're talking figuratively, <laughs> but you're also talking literally. No, no, no. It's very, it's very like literal. Like, he takes the blood and he puts it in his body. I mean, it, it's... It's unequivocal. And this is not Hillary Clinton. This is not Bill Clinton. You don't need to fucking use plane logs. This guy is saying he does it. He's funding a company who does it. They're clearly delineating what they do to provide this service. It is how capitalism works. It turns out being a vampire in capitalism doesn't require a conspiracy. Let's, uh, you know, I always thought the all the blood stuff was like this giant sort of like metaphor for corruption. You know, this, yeah, is why this, sure. this is why they hated, this is why they hated like Hillary Clinton. They thought that she was like, you know, she was using the government to enrich herself. She was using, you know, the Clinton Foundation. She was like sucking up down foundations at the expense of regular people. Of course. And, but, but, but in sort of like a, a monetary sort of like power sense right right but then but this is just sort of abstract and social but then they 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 make it more extreme whereas she's not just you know a sucking off you know sucking uh, <laughs> pardon me 
Yeah. <laughs> she's not just sucking away, you know, people's tax yeah. dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, she's sucking literally their blood. She, it's, not, it's not just, you know, uh, government corruption. It's no. bodily corruption. Exactly. Um, so I, so let's get into, uh, we actually did a, a scientific deep dive. Hells yeah, we did. On adrenochrome. All right. Uh, believe it or not, who All wants right. to kick this off? Kick off our definition, baby. All right. So the definition of adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is a chemical compound with a molecular formula C9H9NO3 uh, produced by the oxidation of adrenaline, uh, epinephrine. Uh, its derivative, uh, carbazochrome, is a hemostatic medication which causes blood to coagulate and can be applied to wounds to help the bleeding to stop. So um, it is currently medical consensus that adrenochrome has no particular psychedelic properties. However, there are reports stating the opposite. These reports were developed from a series of small-scale studies conducted in the 1950s and 1960s. They have never been scientifically accepted due to the fact that they involve 15 or fewer test subjects and other faulty applications of the scientific method. These reports stated that adrenochrome triggered psychotic reactions such as thought disorder, derealization, and euphoria. Researchers Abram Hoffer and Humphrey Osman claim that adrenochrome is a neurotoxic psychotomimetic substance and might play a role in schizophrenia and other mental illnesses. In what they called the adrenochrome hypothesis, they speculated that megadoses of vitamin C and niacin could cure schizophrenia by reducing brain adrenochrome. Now, a little note on these doctors. I looked into them. Hoffer and Osmond are both controversial doctors who believed in what they call orthomolecular medicine, which links specific vitamin deficiencies directly to major diseases like cancer and then purports that the cure to all maladies might lie in supplements. So obviously they're shunned by the medical community. <laughs> they even had to start their own journal because they you know, weren't being published by anybody else. They accuse the medical community of conspiring to suppress their work. I don't know if you've noticed this kind of thing before. Also, even if you believe what they're claiming, these doctors never describe adrenochrome in a similar way to Q claims. They don't say it helps people live longer. They don't say it makes people look physically younger. And they definitely don't claim that Hillary is given the power to lift a bus with her mind. Well, clearly they're wrong because we've now seen through this, through ambrosia, that actually it does do some of that shit. So true. In <clears throat> fact, the focus of these scientists was more on how adrenochrome excess in the brain actually produced schizophrenia, which is not fun. Hoffer wrote of his own study in 1990. We suspected it might be a hallucinogen because Pinko deteriorated adrenaline vase and it resembled the few known hallucinogens like delisergic and acid diatelamide, or otherwise known as LSD, wrote Abraham Hoffer, one of the original adrenochrome researchers in a 1990 article called The Adrenochrome Hypothesis and Psychiatry, adding that Schizophrenia arose in an individual when too much adrenochrome was formed. Therefore, adrenochrome then interfered with the brain function, as would LSD. And that created the essential stage for the formation of schizophrenia. So basically they're saying that this shit makes you crazy, which is not exactly the same idea as it makes Hillary live 18 more years. Yeah, it'd be really cool if all of the elites were like suddenly on LSD all the time. That would be a much more interesting yeah. uh very connected Future. and chill, really. Yeah. <laughs> I've got great news for both Travis and Jake. You can actually buy Adrenochrome online. What? what? If you want to join the cult, it's not a scheduled substance in the USA, and you can order some for an experiment if you would like.
It's not even excessively expensive. In fact, here's a user who decided to try it out in 2006 and record his experiences on the drug nerd website, Arrowid. Tight. My experimentations with adrenochrome. I had acquired DL Adrenochrome Freebase, the one sold at 70 euros for 250 milligrams. 70 euros isn't that bad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> First trial. I held 100 milligram under my tongue for one minute and then swallowed. Fast onset, about five minutes. Second trial. I snorted 50 milligrams. Onset, a few seconds. Third trial. I smoked 25 milligrams, vaporized in a crack pipe. Well done. Onset is almost instant. <laughs> Note that I waited a few days between each trial. The three trials gave me the exact same effects, which were light and really uninteresting. I wouldn't even call it a high. First, it wasn't hallucinogenic nor psychedelic. I had a feeling of warmth throughout my body, and I felt a numbness in my hands and my head, possibly linked to the hemostatic effect. There was some slight sedation and a very slight, short-lived euphoria. The euphoria was a slightly more pronounced when smoke, but still very short-lived. There's also some minor visual change, no visuals, just that I could see the room slightly differently than usual, but honestly, that was some really minor change. A joint of hashish would have done the same, nothing really noticeable. To sum up, effects were extremely weak, absolutely not fun nor psychedelic in any way, and short-lived. The effects I had from it were flimsy. There was a definite effect on my vision and my mental state for sure, but I would definitely not call it hallucinogenic. Also, about possible secondary effects of adrenochrome, it is a hemostatic compound which prevents capillary bleeding during injury. It's not impossible that excessive use would end up causing blood circulation troubles. Furthermore, some scientists seem to say that adrenochrome is known to cause cardiovascular troubles. To conclude, I would say that this is an uninteresting substance, and furthermore, it's possibly a dangerous one. Well, I mean, clearly this guy fucked up because he, he didn't take it from a live child who was screaming for his life. Yeah, honestly, like, if you're not going to fucking crack a child's spine and suck it straight out of them, what what even is the point of these exercises? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like he got the kind of weed that we used to get in high school when you'd have to drive to a Home Depot parking lot and have it thrown in <laughs> where thrown you'd have into to your driver's side a, window. Yeah, you're not saying that Hillary Clinton is smoking this adrenochrome out of a crack pipe. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently adrenochrome is just like a basically just a powdery substance that you can order online. Well, so I wonder if if the effects that they were talking about earlier um, actually are when you drink the blood that is has been adrenalized and and also has the energy of somebody who is no, in the midst of being it's tortured. Be fresh, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's got to be fresh. I'm yeah, saying that the, he got like the powdered shit. Uh, well, the experiments that you're describing are the experiments they did in the 50s and 60s, which have not obviously been uh, medically approved, but they also um, sucked. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were shit experiments, to be honest, like mm. for modern standards. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like the guys clearly knew what they were going in there to, to seek. They were, you know, these psychedelic realists, and I get it, but if you've not had any medical proof that this shit fucking even affects your mind since then yeah it's not a good sign yeah there's no drug where it's like oh yeah between now and the 60s like we haven't been able to prove that it even affects your mind a marijuana doesn't have that lsd doesn't have that none of the psychoactive drugs have that so adrenochrome seems like a highly unlikely um you know substance that that would affect your mind in such extremes i've never done lsd before have you guys yes i have not 
I uh, forgot that time was a thing. It sucked. Uh, I thought that time stopped forever, and I kept asking my friends if uh, things were going to, you know, start over again. Like, keep going. Interesting. I I, I had similar experiences on mushrooms. Um, I've never done LSD, but I've done mushrooms a couple of times, and I had some... The weirdest, the weirdest thing that happened was I felt like um, I forgot who I was. I lost all sense oh, yeah. of, yeah. I like lost all sense of self. And Ego death. The but yeah, the way that I that I could describe it, it was like an alien, and like an alien intelligence had been implanted into my body, and I sort of had to come to terms with the fact that I was just I was given this body, and I was. You know, I was happy that it was a younger body and that I had a lot of life to give and, and, and that I, I, I felt like it was somewhat of a blessing. And then you wake up the next day and it's just like every reg- – it's like a regular day and you're like, oh, man, I got to like go to work and shit. really love that the uh, – is that they, they – the conspiracy theorists, again, they, they overcomplicate everything, you know, because they, they, they make this, this crazy adrenochrome quasi-pseudoscientific sounding thing when the reality yeah. is like, oh, they just take blood in one person and put it in another person. Yeah, that's the simplicity of the final result. But in Q's world, um, there's an organized thing. You have to bring in children. You have to rape them somehow. I'm not sure how that fits in. You have to make them terrified. Because let's be clear, ambrosia extracts the blood for money, right? Mm -hmm. They pay teenagers to give some blood, not enough to kill them or fucking debilitate them, but they give their blood. And these vampires then consume it through this capitalist system. But there's no locking down of children. There's no smuggling of them. There's no right. torture thing. Yeah. No, well, there's no may- torture. Maybe there's, to, there's no need to torture them to get ex- maybe to get like the the kind of high or to get the shit that they that they crave. You know, it's it's like we said that it actually has to be this these very specific circumstances and um, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. Yeah, maybe. One thing I like about it was uh, the the terror aspect of adrenochrome is that sometimes they use this to explain why everything is so fucked up generally. Yes. Right. Right. So it's like why why is our you know is the the news always horrible and why are is everyone so stressed and why is everyone just miserable all the time? Yeah. Well, it's because like they they need us to be terrified all the time and miserable yeah. and you know just uh, scared. They're feeding off our terrified that, bodies. Yeah, exactly. So the more terrified we are, the more valuable we are to the elites. Well, and that. Actually, builds, that builds into what I was saying early, early on in the show uh, about this this demon, this demonic energy. Part part of that, Travis, is actually that the news and the media and all this stuff is keeping people terrified, so that these demons have some kind of fearful energy to feed off of. So it's really, it really <laughs> all at the end of the day goes back to this fight good versus evil. The de- demonic versus the angelic, God versus Satan. Um, yeah, the simplification of the conflicts that currently exist in the world, so that your mind feels safe while it's entirely in danger. Right, because there's no gray area in God and Satan. You're either that's it. You're and either with the good guys or you're with the fucking demons. I've found that a lot of the QAnon followers have a heavy base in. Um, Christianity, the extreme version of Christianity, the the version of Christianity where you can say, hey, a group of people are worthless because they do this specific thing, whether it's abort or whether it's, you know, use a drug or whether it's, you know, have sex in some certain way that is not accepted by their church. And 
as a result, the idea that people who are demeaning or um, fucking the country over are all part of this demonic cult makes sense because you're thinking, hey, we are a moral nation, a Christian nation. We're fighting cannibals. We're fighting demons. And here you have these people trying to defend um, I mean, frankly, I don't see the connection, but women, gay people, and in their mind, they're hearing demons, demons. Well, and actually, uh, what's really interesting is they also accuse the Catholic Church, the people who believe uh, about these these sort of these otherworldly, yeah. these otherworldly demons that that live in this reality, you know, just behind ours. They believe that the Catholic Church, uh, one of the things is, is they promote a fear of God, and yeah. so that that actually this this fear that the Catholic Church sort of puts out into the world is to generate that same negative energy. And I guess, I guess, you know, TLDR, they're saying that the Catholic Church is really the Church of Satan. I mean, I've never felt... Which I've, is kind of in line with some of Q's shit. He always attacks. He always says that the Pope is going to get his and all that shit. His is just a child? Two children. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's special in their world. All right, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, obviously, this was an absolutely disastrous episode. We're all drunk on blood, um, and uh, you know I'm personally feeding on the child right now. We are supported entirely by our fans. Go to Patreon.com/QAnonAnonymous. Tribute five bucks. It would make Jake more happy than he already is. I'm I'm medio I'm medium happy. He's already pretty happy. If you can't afford that, just tell all your friends about us and go rate us on iTunes where a valiant resistance movement is building to defeat the divorced MAGA dads. Our central social media platform is, for worse, Twitter. Follow us at QAnon Anonymous. This is Julian signing out from the home of the deep dish, joined by Jake and a motherfucking Travis View. Fuck yeah, daddy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fact.